Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. I'm the not so Swifty, Sam. <laughs> you are. Yes. You yes. know what? I, it's you have to embrace the uh, the not so swiftness or swiftness. Em, embrace the the in your life. <laughs> yeah. The cringe. The cringe. The adjective. The uh, attribute. Yeah. The bane or boon. So one of Tom, one of my regular our regulars, I guess we share Tom, came in for dinner the other night to celebrate his mother in law's birthday, and he was talking to me about the podcast as he does. And he's like, well, Sam this and Sam that and Sam this and Sam that. And his wife, Kirsten, was like, you know, Kate participates in the podcast, too. And he goes, well, yeah, but like Sam's my wild card. Like, I never know. Like, sometimes he comes out and he's like, yep, that's a song. And he goes, other times I'm like, this will be a Sam song. And he's like, I, nope. I go, oh, welcome to my Monday mornings. Mm, mm. (laughs) Where you never know what you're going to receive just so we don't get sued by forest gump people <laughs> but so i feel like mm, and it, it's to your detriment a bit that the people that are realizing we work together will run up to you and be like oh my god sam stuff sam stuff kate did you know about sam stuff because they're so used to being like the kate things the kate things and then they hear about sam stuff and so they're like oh, pivot point and it's it's not overshadowing, but it's becoming that's your new saturation point is people coming up to you to talk about May. I feel like I'm your like secretary sometimes. Oh, is Sam with you? <laughs> but that's what I get as well from Peter, from uh, who uh, just served dad for the first time at Massimo's. Yeah, so funny story for you listeners. Walking out of work, walking home, look into the window at Massimo's, see if they're still working. And who do I spot sitting at the bar? <laughs> Producer Jason. And his lovely wife, Anne, and some friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, never comes to cure. Well, look, <laughs> we we may have uh, gone to cure if there was no seats open. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, we found uh, Sam, starring Sam, uh, at Massimo's. And um, I asked, you know, what do you think? And he's like, you know, just stick around here for a few minutes and we'll see what we can do. Tell me you're the second favorite child of the podcast without telling me. Um, it was fun, though. I got to participate. I, you it was did. really fun. Uh, you know, we no, we normally don't, you know, really go out that late. But um, it was a special event. It was a Saturday. And um, we we had fun. Yeah, so, you know, it was really a good time. Late. Yeah. And also, you were on the right side of the bar when he was there. <laughs> I was. Well, what was the wrong side? I mean, the, I looked like the, well, the other side of the bar was having a good time, too. No, what? Yes, uh, we were all having fun. What I'm saying is, you got to enjoy your Sazerac. Yes, she got to enjoy her Palomino. Actually, I had an old fashioned. Yeah. Now that I now that I remember which glass I struck from in front of you, yes, correct. You had an old fashioned, a uh, uh, Basil Hayden old fashioned, I believe. Yes, that oh. is that is true. Oh, the Swift Talk proud sponsors. Ah, uh, dare to dream, <laughs> dare to dream, yeah, Basil. You Hayden. guys got to enjoy your beverages. I got to enjoy watching Pete crack jokes, and I cleaned up and was okay. I'm gonna just do everything and work and do my thing. I'm sorry, I didn't even get to say goodbye to you that night. I know I felt really bad. That's okay, but I couldn't uh, find you. If it makes you feel better, Peter also didn't tell me he said goodbye, so it's okay. I told you, I told you they said goodbye. I was trying to make him feel worse. I wasn't oh. trying to make. I was gonna then come back up and say, Oh, okay. Well, I just don't want them to be disappointed with me. I had one job to do. You know what? 
Don't Blame Me. <laughs> Great segue. Is the perfect segue for this song that we're doing today. I will tell you, it's fun to watch because Sam was managing that night, Jason. Mm-hmm. And he's such like a, I mean, I'm, I'm always impressed because he's such a manager. Like, <laughs> this is how things are working. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, by that point on Saturday night, I'm like, there's a restaurant I work at. Can't stay focused. <laughs> I was so much happier to be done hanging out. It was a good time. It's a good time. Good old times. Good times. Good times. Well, I would normally pivot into some sort of Taylor news, but. Nothing. Nothing. Really? Not even one thing? Well, I mean, she's, oh, she's got a new movie coming out. Yeah, I thought I saw that. Robert De Niro's in it. Robert De Niro, Chris Rock, several other people. Yeah. Um, with, uh, something Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah, it's just, it's huge. It's the uh, director of um, Silver Lining Playbooks. Mm-hmm. New Amsterdam. And she's just an extra? She, I mean, she's a title. They put her in. She didn't have any lines in the trailer, but her face and name is in the end of the trailer. Yeah. Is it Amsterdam or New, New Amsterdam? New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Amsterdam? I think it's just Amsterdam. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Although we might have just figured out this if this movie takes off, they want to do a sequel. Yeah. We'll call it the other one. <laughs> it's New Amsterdam and Amsterdam or Amsterdam and New Amsterdam. But it might get her one step closer to an EGOT. <sighs> also, a quick fun fact, and then we'll get into the song. But do you know Julie Andrews does not have an EGOT? Dame Julie Andrews does not have a Nigot? Nope. She doesn't have a Tony. And do you know why she doesn't have a Tony? Because she got nominated for Victor and Victoria, and she would have won. She won all sorts of awards for that role. But she was the only one from that production nominated for a Tony. And she said, if you don't think the whole company is worth nominating, I don't want to be nominated either. Mm, that's a dame right there. Yeah. That is a wonderful person. Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't blame her. <laughs> you know, if 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 Taylor gets nominated, I think she should say, unless everyone gets one, I don't want it. Fair. EGOTs for everyone. EGOTs for all. <laughs> EGOTs for everyone. I like the sound of that. All right. We're going to hit pause. We're doing Don't Blame Me Off Reputation today. You hit pause. We'll hit pause. And we'll be back. Well, Sam... Well, 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 well. This is a song. It it is a song. This is I am a. You know, uh, I'm at that moment. I'm in that pivotal moment in a film where the person has run into the church at a dire like necessity. They're having a crisis of confidence, and then the doors have opened and the lights shining through, and the doves are like that's. The song ends, and that's where I am right now. It's like, what's on the other side of this door? Is it, you know, rejuvenation, retribution? Is it your folly? What's going to happen? What's on the other side of this song right now? Don't blame me. Sam starts liking Taylor Swift now. Oh. <laughs> uh. Relax. I didn't say I was a fan. I was just saying that's that moment. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to need a minute. All right, I'm going to close the doors and give you that. <laughs> this is uh, this screams churches. This screams rag and bones, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a certain eclectic pianist whose name is um, 
escaping my brain no matter how much I try to find it right now. It's like Constantine, Constantin, something. But uh, this has all the ethereal qualities of trance, but the, the, like the fade ins and outs that hit those as percussive beats as opposed to just your backtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting, to say the least, how much you want to go into this song. It's interesting to say the least, period. How much you want to go into this song, question mark. I'm not sure if it was listening to it over the uh, stereo system that we just listened to or uh, off of the phones, but that was the greatest produced Taylor track that I've ever heard. You know, I have some things of like, you know what, that's the best blank of this that I've ever heard from Taylor as well. It's the best use of her using the intro as the chorus and upgrading it as opposed to just singing the same thing over, like the, the pacing of it, the hit slaps a little bit more. This was a uh, a more uppity version of another song that I like. Mm-hmm. I like Hozier, mm-hmm. Take Me to Church. Mm-hmm. I like actually that whole album. But when you think of that song and his song, it's very similar. But yeah. hers is more uh, electronica-based, mm-hmm. and it, it hit me just so good um kate's like on the floor now she can't believe everything was being said right now so for for, for the listeners out at back at home i just wanted to make that statement yeah yes. kate, kate, slightly kate. speechless over here like go uh, ahead and have a cup of you know sip your <laughs> yeah. uh, dunks yeah, I, tea. um what a monday um dare i ask we liked this song guys i loved it mm. that approves that and approves. you know and it's it's funny because it's not um it's not a shake it off i i like yeah you know i what? like the dance sensibility of those type of songs that she creates but this one was more of ethereal electronica things that i listen to currently and if I if if you didn't tell me this was Taylor Swift, I probably would have added this to a playlist that I listen to. <laughs> well, if you want I'll me to it. nitpick, I the I don't, only thing no. I can, the only thing I can think of is it's not a shake it off. That's the only that's the only <laughs> no. <laughs> um, this song actually is going through a little bit of a a moment on the TikTok. It Why? is the most listened to Taylor Swift song on Spotify currently. Do you think it's because the whole engagement thing? Maybe see. So it wasn't in like a, a TV show or anything or movie that that would nope, have caused that. Nope. Sometimes TikTokers just find something they love, and boy, do they love it. Hmm. But I am, um, guys. Big news. Oh, geez. Hold on a second. I've been accepted by the redditors. You know, I did see something come across my desk <laughs> as your producer the other day uh, that someone was. Um, redditing or TikToking or tweeting at you and um this person now wants to follow me oh look at that she tracked me down on insta uh is her name erica um, erica is the one who sent us that shake it off video where the guys uh, the bake it off the bake it off mm, mm. which yeah i um, still need to find that video of uh the shake it off with from the geriatric woman's yeah. point of view i still need to find that i am so proud of that song but 
<laughs> so why don't we um, talk to our people about like who like who is this person? So she so months ago, mm-hmm. Dad went on Reddit and said, "Hey, Swifties, check out this podcast." Mm-hmm. And it got some upvotes, like a couple comments, and we're like, oh, okay, we saw some traction. And um, our podcast is having a little moment, too. It's pumping up nicely. We're at like 10,400 streams mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Before we'll... you do this, hits your ears. Yes. Very exciting over here. Uh, and she was, so this person starts following us and has been sending me like fun little Taylor Swift things. And I always say thank you for listening and How'd you hear about us? And she's like, oh, I saw it on a Reddit thread. Mm. And they've been approving my posts, which they never have done oh, in the past. Oh, boy. So now we're I'm making some friends over there. Yep. But part of the reason I'm bringing this up is I asked on Reddit, do we think when you read the lyrics, when you just listen to it, you're like, oh, she's in love. It's that heady moment of, you know, don't blame me. Your love's got me crazy. But... Is this more satirical where she's talking about the perception the media has of her as this like crazy love obsessed, like falls in love easy, so dives all in. I had a fun little note that I was writing down listening to this and it was obsessive tendencies. And I was going to relate this to Big Machine, the big, the big old record company. Yeah. You know, flirting with those older men, they're just the playthings, and then they meet their baby. Name's always on their mind. Taylor, 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 Taylor. That's a good point. Um, That flirting with the older men is what got me thinking, because I was like, wow, Jake Gyllenhaal's older, um, Tom Hiddleston, all of this, and now she's with somebody her age-ish. And I was like, well, wait a minute. If we're, the media is coming down on Taylor for dating and, you know, living a normal life, but they're celebrating a Pete Davidson who does the same thing. Well, like, let's think Pete about Davidson it. now. No, Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande. They got mm-hmm. engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaya Gerber, Cindy Crawford's daughter. Mm-hmm. He dated. Uh, he's now currently dating Kim Kardashian. He dated. The she's an English actress. She was in Serendipity. Kate Moss. Nope. No. Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Uh He's dated all of these very high-profile women, and he's like celebrated for it. And now, like, gets tattoos. Kim is my lawyer. Gets engaged. Immediately, crazy behavior. That if Taylor Swift had done the same thing, she'd be in a conservatorship like Britney Spears was. Yes. And it's also coming from, it's a dude. Right. And it's somebody who's also coming uh, open about their own mental instabilities and the help that they've sought and the, the goonery that they've done along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, tattoos included and tattoo removal included. Mm-hmm. And it is a double standard between XX and XY when it comes to something like that, sure. But he is the king of Staten Island after all. Had to plug his movie. <laughs> but it is incredibly interesting that one yes if this was taylor doing that type of behavior it would be a media feeding frenzy circus and she would probably get you know to yeah. an extent persecuted maybe locked up some along those lines but all the while this machine wants that crazy and they're waiting for taylor to do it 
Taylor didn't really do it. She's kind of going into that hiatus phase if you're looking at the timeline. So they turn, and where do they find? They find Pete. So, of course, like, the machine's always going to need somebody to... But they sell it. Wait. I hear, yes, but, you know, Pete Davidson's out there literally living his best life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taylor gets heat for dating somebody for a couple months. Like, it's just, it's funny to me because when you look at these lyrics, it's very, like, break. I've been breaking hearts, like. All of these things you say about me. Mm-hmm. And it really made me think of a 1989 song, Blank Space, where she kind of takes the media perception. And I was like, wow, look at her weaving this through mm-hmm. her eras. So this is 1989, Reputation, Then Comes Lover. When she's free, she's doing her own album. Yeah. So this is her. Yeah, okay. She's no longer toying with the older men. Yeah. She found her baby. Yeah. But also, I used to be your poison ivy. Now you call me Daisy. Like there's yeah, Daisy. Um, Great Gatsby. Yeah. Yeah. I but I used to be something that was, uh, in, in a way, toxic to you, uh, abrasive to you. Mm-hmm. But now I'm your sought after mm-hmm. pedestal piece. Mm-hmm. So, who has she had a? friction with that would then become obsessed with her the media mm-hmm. her i guess yeah her record label mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who else kanye yes kanye who goes out and attacks and then is like but i gotta keep it you're always on my tongue you're always on the forefront of my mind kanye yeah like it's the song works because it's, it's layers and layers and layers and layers and layers she's a brilliant songwriter but telling you this for is this 48 are we in 48? 48 weeks. It has layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers and layers. Especially if you dig into it. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah. The Redditors did not buy my theory about it being written a little bit about the media perception of her. They were quick to be like, no, no, no. It's about Joe Alwyn and her finally finding Love that she can be obsessed with. And I was like, you know what? You guys, I'm I'm just going to let you know, Redditors, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay. (laughs) There are two types of people in this world. Those who read it with Kate and those that haven't met Kate yet. (laughs) You should host a, um, like a uh, Taylor Thon or something where you can all get together as a group, have, you know, Discussions and uh, um, you know meetings, breakout <laughs> sessions. I like that, like a Taylor Swift fan convention, TaylorCon. Okay. Yeah, TaylorCon. It's a convention, and you are the hostess with the mostest, and you host little breakout sessions where you talk about certain things, and you. Oh, we shouldn't have gotten into this right. Yeah, because you guys know that you're going to have to participate. <laughs> Yeah, I'm be, not building any balloon arches like a, or shooting off any fire cannons or. Oh, we like need you to shoot off a psych session. Where it's like, uh, it's it's kind of like you know, it's not like it's like a, it's like fun AA. You know, we're just gonna talk about Tay Tay, and we're gonna all just. Oh, it's a whole weekend. It sounds like a whole, a whole weekend. Week, it's uh-huh. a retreat now. Yeah, a retreat. A con- you know, like you do those things. What are those Comic Con things or what do you, you do? Something call like them Comic Cons. Yeah. Yeah. A Taylor Con. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> How has this not happened? I think you should uh, you should uh, buy the domain name today. Yeah, and uh, just make it happen. Gosh, the things we could do, guys. We could host a live podcast. Mm-hmm. We could have you know c- celebrity guests. Guys, you did not want to put me on this. You think the dance parties are bad? Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting all weekend for her. Please welcome Taylor Swift's mom. <laughs> Anyways, this was the greatest Taylor Swift song uh, after 48 weeks that I've heard. I really like Reputation. I'm very excited to see how she does it when she re-records it. I'm very excited to see how she adds to it, what she does, what what she takes off. She's not working with Max Martin anymore. He produced this track for her. Mm. So that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. It's also, a lot of theories are this album really wasn't ever going to exist. There was another one called Karma that's been shelved. Or we call Karma that we think has been shelved. We don't know. I like to think. But this is, you know, she came out. She went from... You know, 1989, bubblegum, 80s synthy, new romantic, shake it off, pop, to this like heavier bass beat, a little more aggressive, less nice girl, here's what's happening kind of album. And it's been, it did not, I think, get the recognition it deserved because everybody got so caught up in the, the imagery of the snake and her taking back her reputation that they didn't spend the time on the album. So what's interesting too is that you're you're bringing up like 1989 to bring up these certain albums. It's also in those albums it feels like there's more of the um, you know old Taylor's dad, the old bye bye yeah. old Taylor. Like she ha- she lyrically she would give herself I have a, an edge, I'm darker, I'm this. But with this song especially she's talking about you know I would fall from grace, I would do these things. She's not holding herself from the the lower or muddied or besmirched perspective. She's putting her herself I feel like this is the album she started to be like, I am rising above everything and you can't touch me and I'm golden. Absolutely. Well, the old Taylor is dead song is three songs or after this one. Oh, that, that's from this, this album. Yeah. I'd like uh, uh, objection hearsay, your honor. <laughs> like what you made me do was the lead single from this. And okay. it was one of those. Everyone just kind of, it was shocking. Mm-hmm. You go from, you know, 1989, shake it off, to that song, which is like taking a hatchet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a while. I originally was just like, I hate her lead singles. But look what you made me do has grown a little bit on me. What did the Swifties think about this song? The Swifties love this song. Oh, yeah? Love is this song. Is it a song. top five? Yeah. A it's top a trend, five? Well, not top five, but it is definitely a... A fan favorite for lots of reasons. It's one of those songs where I think you can relate it to anything. And it's fun and it's different and it's, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 a f- different way to phrase something that everyone does their old love song about. I'm obsessed with you, I'm obsessed with you. Don't blame me, my drug is my baby. Yep. Concise, yeah. quick. It's yeah. an adult tailor. It's a little bit harder. It's And you know, I say this a lot. The generation of Swifties, we all feel like we grew up with her. We went through the heartbreaks together. We learned to really not care what people think about you. Like, 
And so I think to watch the evolution of Taylor is kind of, you watch like through the albums her growing up. And it's been fascinating to see as people look back and rediscover in the re-records what they connect with and how it comes back. And for the song to be trending, it's chart topping in a couple countries right now. And it's kind of not really tied to anything why it's. No, it's just a TikTok trend. There's got to be something else. There has to be. I mean, the redditors can't figure it out either, but they're I mean, pumped. So Glastonbury just happened, yeah. Which uh, that a new new band for you if you've never listened to them, uh, Girl in Red. If think of uh, think lesbian punk Taylor, it awesome band performances especially like I feel like if you listen to the recorded version, you'd be like, all right, listen to them live. You're gonna see some like. Like Pinkerton arrow Weezer guitar play and like, like just melt your face off guitar solos and stuff. And this girl's like, all right, do you guys know what the wall of death is? Like, she's like stage diving. She's like running up to the crowd. And she's like, crush me on the drop. Like it's, it's Taylor. If Taylor's mom probably <laughs> left to get some cigarettes at 13 and never came back. <laughs> but, uh, so I had a great it paints a picture. Like, yeah. that, that that's paints a, a funny, picture. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, I was like, Are, I see. Okay, I've listened. You've mentioned them. Yep. I've listened to them. If, that's uh, if I think- Taylor Swift is Corey Matthews from Boy Meets World. Girl in Red is Sean Hunter. Where it's like, oh, 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 oh no! It just keeps getting worse. You're like, oh boy, yeah. Which side by side by, oh my God, that is an oppressive storyline. If you ever go back and look at Boy Meets World write ups of like, well, this is going to happen to Sean this week. So Corey can grow up and mature. So uh, I was talking with my hostess the other day about Girl in Red. She was like, what? Who put this song on when we're opening up? I was like, I did. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, young. Is this Ruby? No, this is Maeve, who Maeve is like 20. 20 dark hair. Yeah, dark hair. Um, Couple little artsy tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works her day as a farmer, and she's going to school for agriculture and economics, and just like incredibly smart, artistic, cool. Don't really know her that much. And she's like, I just, you know, it's just it's funny, you know, like that you put this girl that that you put girl in red in on. I was like, yeah, you know, I just started listening to her a little while ago. I like to keep my finger on the pulse of like music, and just like if it gets me, it gets me. She's like, yeah, it's just you're not like a. You're not like a, a a gay young, and I'm just like, well, well, she's like, no. When I imagine people that listen to this, I was like, yeah, I also have a Taylor Swift podcast. She's like, yeah, I know, <laughs> but you're not like, oh, I'm gonna put Taylor on right now. You like yet, yes. You know what? This song though, this song Might. probably still won't, but I really like this song. <laughs> probably we're still getting won't. closer though. <laughs> but it. it it does have that feel. It's got "Take Me to Church" all over. It's got "Bone yeah. and Rags," man. It's it's got that it's, 2017. Yep. It's kind of like uh, well, but there's a Canadian band that was the the big band, um, Suburbs. Children wake up. Like they had, they would record in a giant church when they did like their second album, third album. Um, not Arctic Monkeys. Glass Tiger. No, not Glass Tiger. But it, there was like this Brian Adams. <laughs> No, but it, there was this feeling that came out of like 2008 when you're a band that was like, if you make your wall of sound using just like a giant space that you're recording in and you fill that space. And I feel like this is the song that kind of like 
electric wise, yes. And it's not like you're recording in that giant amphitheater or worn out warehouse, but it can, you're building, you're just trying to fill space with sound. Uh-huh. This album in particular and this song are that, like we are filling the space. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was just composition wise a cool step for her because it's again like it's those songs that it's not filling it with taylor yeah the person it's yeah. filling it with taylor the creative well this is also like a really fun song to see live because she's in a stadium and like just having like the whole pulsing like what if she was at glastonbury and she told everyone you're not allowed to record me and they saw her live it did not happen but maybe it did it didn't happen when maybe. she plays this live Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> I know I only play a character on this podcast. <laughs> you're the starring role. But anyways, uh, when she plays this live, does she have a band playing this? Or yeah. She has a band playing this. She has a this? band. She has like her concerts have a full band, dancers. Like it is. Does she have a DJ doing this kind of stuff? Nope. No. No. She has yeah. a synth player and, yeah. and a drummer that's yeah. playing this music. Yeah, we'll pull it up. You can watch the whole Reputation tour. She's got video. I got things to do today, Kate. I can't. I don't have time for that. Yeah, we got to. Well, so as you're listening to this, it will have already happened. But tonight's our dance party. Mm-hmm. Dance party. Dance party. Party till you die. Confetti cannons. And if you're listening to this now, don't worry. You have until uh, probably. Uh, if you're listening to this now, you have two weeks to probably prepare for the next dance party. Because yeah. it's going to happen again in August. Yeah. And, uh, you know. We'll see how the confetti cannons go. I was working the phone lines at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> this morning. It. I was going door to door. I was trying to think of like, who else could I call? And my wife is like, you don't know, you don't know that many people that are going to like Taylor Swift. So, um, but I did track down a couple people. It's an experience. You don't have to be a Swifty to experience yeah. the chaos. Call your state rep. Call your local politician. <laughs> um, yeah, some there are voters there. It. Yeah. I think I'm going to get one of those um, planes that you can drive, like fly over uh, Hampton Beach today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a like, you know, a billboard, uh, yeah. you know, down, write well, it in the sky. Yeah. I was telling dad about the confetti cannons and he's like, oh, and I'm like, I think I have 12 and he's like 12 and I'm like, well, six didn't feel like enough. And Sam told me 18 was excessive. Well, I got to tell you a quick story <laughs> that I got shot in the face by a confetti cannon at a mighty mighty boston's hometown throwdown a few years ago oh, no. now th- these cannons um are stuffed with confetti mm-hmm. and in the back there's like a rubber ball that pushes it out via some kind of high pressure system yep. and when they hit the button to shoot it it shot the confetti out and that rubber ball came straight from the stage and hit me right directly in my eyeball and i thought i lost my eye i it knocked me to the ground and I covered my face and my friends thought someone punched me. So they were all ready to, you know, throw down at the hometown throwdown. <laughs> and they were like, what happened? I was like, I just got whacked and I got shot in the face. And they're like, what? And I took my hand off and my eye was all red. And they're like, who punched you? And I'm like, it came from the cannon, but I watched it come straight at me from the stage. And I was in the back of the room. So um, just, you know, when you're shooting these off tonight, so we don't get sued, make sure we're not shooting them directly at anyone's face. I all, it's thank you. This is a PSA from your <laughs> father. There's, just, there's such and, an uh, imagery producer. because if you've never been to a ska show, um, 
it, you you are dancing, but you are also moshing, and there's a bunch of stuff. But all I can see is like you covering your eye, and people getting concerned, and all all you hear in the back, wah, 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 nah, nah. just just the brass going. If you're like, all right, yeah, we're gonna dance it out, everybody. We're gonna kick your legs out, and we're gonna. Yeah. Well, it was a great time. It always was a great time until they broke up. But I, I went, I think, three years in a row. Fantastic time. And uh, this was just... And hey, look, I'm too old to do uh, moshing in the middle of a pit with people swinging. You know, so dad stays in the back of the room nowadays for those kind of uh, festivities. I don't even have a fire pit right now, kids. I'm staying away from the pit. And so, yeah, the pit wasn't for me. I stood in the back by the, uh, you know electronic booth but anyways uh applying the situation to just taylor swift music playing it doesn't seem to line up but it's gonna be funny if it happens if we start getting people uh i don't know concerned or a fight about to break out or moshing tonight anyhow i don't want to put that in the universe don't 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 no no it's a happy dance party right and then just to close out the show this was the best song i've heard so far yeah i had a feeling you guys would like this. You guys tend to like reputation songs. Did not know you would like it this much. Thrilled. Well, if you can see the thrill on our faces, Kate. Um, oh, maybe yeah. you guys look real thrilled. Maybe you should start. <laughs> you, should you should start picking the songs that are close to this one, so we can have a great time for the for the next two hundred and fifty episodes. Well, the dance party is happy. The podcast is educational slash conversion therapy oh, for us i'm i'm sorry you know yep uh, this is this is a bop this is a, a this is a bop. bop this is a banger this is a this is a cvs banger this is just yeah all right well listeners here you have it's it it's not my favorite but i really like this is an Top awesome five. song yeah awesome song not my favorite there you go yeah. yeah, I'll take it. I like a win. That's a win. I'll take it. Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll. Let's roll. All right. Um, while I get out the dice, I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, the, do we have any? Are there, what's the uh, Ethernet saying about uh, the next album? Are we getting a new secret hidden bonus? The Ethernet or the internet? The Ethernet. Oh, what's in the ethers? Oh, what's in the ethers? Okay. Um, re-record, maybe. Um, EGOT, maybe. EGOT, EGOT maybe. maybe. I think, so we're... <laughs> Film. That was an interesting choice, Dad. Soundtracks, maybe. Who knows? We're we're all, like, spinning right now. We're not going to Clown Town this week. We're all spinning, and we are rolling. Album number five. Oh. 1989. Okay, so we're going back a little bit. Yeah, we're going one album back. I'm going to go back in time. Track two. Huh. We're doing blank space. Hold on. Wait. What? Wait. You said, wait. Didn't you bring this up earlier? Yeah. God. Karma. I know. I love the when album that doesn't I exist. I love when a thing works. <laughs> Don't blame me. Is a song, and it's fun. You should listen to it after you listen to our podcast. Like and subscribe. Kate, take it away from me. Well, you know, somebody brought up 
we have done a couple 1989 songs. Do you know that Ryan Adams covered the entire album? Wait, he covered the entire album? The, the entire album. covered. Ryan. Oh, not Brian. Ryan. Ryan. And Ryan Adams isn't a beach boy either. No. Neither is Brian Wilson. Anyway, <laughs> so Ryan Al- Ryan Adams covered the entire, like redid it in his manner way of 1989. So we could do Taylor's blank space and Ryan Adams blank space. Dad, even for a we haven't done a double. Feature? I'm just a starring supporting character on this <laughs> podcast. You guys make the decisions. Special guest star Jason Landry. Yeah, yeah. I I double down. All right. So next week we're going to do blank space. Taylor blank space. Ryan Adams. And yes, we know Ryan is a controversial figure. We'll also get into that. Wait, we do. I don't, who is he? Ryan Adams, a singer. I don't listen to Ryan. He's Adams. Canadian, right? Yeah. I know Brian Adams. Ah, uh, because he's Canadian. <laughs> well, we'll get into it. The Swifties know, um, but yeah, he was married to Mandy Moore for a while. I, I understand who Mandy Moore is. Yeah. She's missing him like candy, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Nope. It's coming back now. All right. I think I have an idea of why this guy is controversial. Um, but we'll get into it next week. Yeah, let's so, do it. If you haven't already, make sure you're following us. You'll get some behind the scenes uh, footage from the dance party and whatever else we share. We love when you guys comment, send us messages, send us swift things that we might like. You guys are the best. Yeah, send us you shaking it off. Yeah, I love that shake it off baking thing. Um, thanks again for listening. Like, subscribe, rate, review. And we'll be back next week with all the blank space. Mm-hmm.